So how has your life been? Why did I foolishly think to trust Scarlett with anything in confidence? <laughs> That's humiliating to me. Oh, I'm so hard done by David. Why don't you just call it one actor walks into the bar and I'll fuck off, you nasty bastard. No, I'm I'm now working as a delivery driver. And I have considered myself setting up feet only fans. Alright, love. What'll it be? It's season four, people! Hello there again! It's David and Scarlett back with some more fun and frolics and maybe drinking alcohol or if we record really early then maybe not, but Hello, we're here again. It's great to see you all. Oh, wait. Hear you? No, can't do that either. I don't know what we do, but we're here, living life to its fullest. Hello again. Hello, David. Hi. I wondered how long I could keep you going (laughs) for that beautiful intro. Thank you. I have a question for you on this fine day. What question do you have? Have you ever eaten crisps with your headphones on? What? (laughs) Have you ever eaten anything with your headphones on? It makes such a weird noise. You can hear yourself. Oh, okay. It's almost like you are living in your own head. (laughs) Heaven forbid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, exactly. I mean, it's it's like you've got a miniature version of you that's just been like, dropped inside your skull to listen to you crunching away like I can't normally hear myself eat I don't think anyone can really because that's why it's so annoying when you can hear somebody else eat otherwise we'd all just what? be no 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 you, you can hear yourself eat what do you think you just put food in your mouth and there's silence do you not hear anything I don't really hear anything it's like white noise Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it's almost like you know when singers stick a finger in one ear preferably moist oh for fuck's sake Welcome back, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, singers stick a finger in one ear to be able to hear themselves better. When you put your headphones on, these these headphones, people, are not the headphones I have always used. They are more high-tech, more fancy, bought for me by my wonderful lover, Liam. Um, And he... uh... (laughs) I've never heard him be described as a lover before, just your boyfriend, (laughs) Liam, or Liam. (laughs) Well done, Liam. You are a wonderful lover. Oh, God, that makes it sound so weird. (laughs) I've just cringed myself out. Um, It it rhymed nicely. Um, Bless, he's like, oh, well, there's one compliment (laughs) given and then taken away. Um, But, yeah, they're they're fancy and I can kind of not hear anything else. So they block out so much of the outside noise that I can't hear. I can hear... More of the inside, but that sounds very, very strange. And probably (sighs) the most uninteresting explanation I have given for anything. But next time you get a pair of headphones that cover your whole ear, chow down on some crisps, people. And it's like, I I feel like this could be a fetish, you know. I think I'm onto something. (laughs) (laughs) People go for all that ASMR shit. If any of you are on TikTok, I'm sure... I'm damn sure that you flick through your For You page and it brings up a random live stream and somebody's rubbing something, not explicit, just maybe a fluffy muff, but that sounds wrong, um, on, their, on their Blue Yeti mic. And 
and it makes a, a wonderful sound if that's what does it for you, if you're into ASMR. I feel like wearing headphones where you can't hear anything outside and then eating some crisps would be a bit of ASMR for some people. So if you're looking for a cheap thrill, you know what to do, people. Get on crunching. I recommend Walker's Baked Cheese and Onion Flavour. I often wonder, what 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 is the point of this podcast? And will we ever be taken seriously that we could one day earn money for the stuff we're doing and be respected by the other mm. podcast greats and be up there at the same level? And then other times... I think we're a genre of our own. And don't beat yourself up, you little bitch. If people don't want to listen, <laughs> don't fucking listen. I don't care. Suck on my big nuts. Mm, they're cashews and they're salted. Anyway, welcome back to Two Actors Walking to a Bar. As Scarlett mentioned about five hours ago, this is season four, and this is this is, we're setting the bar real low for season. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when you having any false expectations of what we might bring to the little hairs in your ears. Anyway, what the question we always ask: What are you drinking, or indeed, what have you drunk before you started? What have you taken before we started this recording? Um, well, uh, nothing, actually. A couple of paracetamol, just to get you going for the day, you know. Okay, that's mm-hmm. an absolute lie. I had a pain in my head. <laughs> the little person in your head? Yeah, I tried to drown them out with paracetamol. <laughs> no, I had. I, I, I am on a mixture of both water, because I haven't consumed much fluid today, and um, there's a cheeky little... little uh, rhubarb and custard cider sitting there waiting for me, but it kind of smells like poo. What? So. Why does it smell like that? I don't know, because the date on it is the 8th of July 23, so it's got ages, but when you sniff the the neck of the... like Just as you open it and then you sniff the hole, not that I often do that, but as you bring it to your mouth, you can smell a drink, can't you? And it smells well, like the lid, poo. The lid's on still, I can see. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sitting on my bottle opener. <laughs> Well, that's, that's something that's on a TikTok live stream, I'm sure. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> Fucking hell, are you okay? So far, we've had your weird stream of consciousness, and now you're, you know, headbutting the wall. Is it the little oh. Scarlet inside trying to control you? She's trying to get out. Please, let her out. She's still eating crisps. I feel sorry for the whatever's living inside your head, to be honest. Ah, shut your mouth. You wish you were there. It's the biggest fucking party to have ever have existed. I really think we've sunk to new lows on this podcast now. When I say mm. we, I'm not including myself. <laughs> or maybe I am because I'm here. Ah, oh, I'm so hard done by David. Why don't you just call it one actor walks into the bar and I'll fuck off, you nasty bastard. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I am currently drinking, thanks for asking, by the way, I am drinking a... Don't care. And I know you're going to laugh when I tell you, I'm drinking a Brewdog Punk IPA. (laughs) Yes, and I know why you're laughing. Shall we explain to the dear listeners Mm. why? From my end, it was almost funnier, but then you can explain why it went horribly wrong. So so we were on the Isle of Wigget, otherwise known as the Isle of Wight, um, and... We were having a few bevies after a show in the summer, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and David David likes himself a brew dog. Yeah, so he'd bought two because he didn't want them to shut the bar without him having enough had enough to drink. Um, so <laughs> those alcoholic tendencies—they're just thriving. <laughs> 
So they said, okay, what ones you want? And he sort of glanced at the fridge and was like, I'll just have one of each. Mm. So he came back to the table anyway, slugging it all down. We're about to leave and put my coat on. And I've sort of eyeballed this bottle of beer and I thought to myself, "Mm, I've not seen that one before. So I picked it up and it was Nanny's State, which Mm is (laughs) the alcohol-free one. Bless your cotton suit, wasted about three pounds something on a fucking beer that wasn't even beer. So I'm chuckling to my little self. I was And I'm like, I'm showing... He'd gone off to the toilet at the time or was chatting to somebody else. So I've like turned to the others and was like, look, he's bought the alcohol-free one and he's acting pissed. (laughs) And then it turned out that he knew all along. So David, take it away. I knew. I I drank it and I was like, why does this taste weird? And I looked and realized, and I was like, I just thought Nanny State was a fun name, but now I realize, oh no, it's like a, it it references the fact (laughs) that it's, I don't know, for nannies. Um, yeah <laughs> and it was alcohol free and i didn't i actually didn't tell anyone because i was embarrassed and i was also really annoyed so scarlet chose to tell everyone instead but i think i actually told you and i said oh don't tell anyone i think i bought the, i accidentally bought the alcohol free one and i went to the loo and lo and behold i come back and everyone's laughing at me because why did i why did i foolishly think to trust scarlet with anything in confidence that's humiliating to me <laughs> <laughs> More fool you. I had a thought. This is really random. And dangerous. And completely off topic. Off topic? Mm. Like we have a topic right now. Listeners, because I'm sure you give a shit. If you haven't seen on our social media, it was my 24th birthday the other day. Woo. Um, well, by the other day, the other month. So it was my 24th birthday this year. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I... Uh, yeah, and I sort of thought to myself, like, 24 is kind of, it's not a special one in any way. And from, like, you have the, but it's like 13, 16, 18, 21. You have lots of big birthdays in quick succession. And then I'm, like, sort of doing this treading water feeling of between, I'm not my early, I'm, like, edging out of my early 20s. And it's making me nervous for obvious reasons, but I'm sure none of you have any sympathy for me if you are any older. Nope. (laughs) But you've just had a bigger birthday, as in like the sort of thing you'd throw a party for, Mm. perhaps. Normally it it gets to just decades, doesn't it? After (laughs) after 21, it's just like each decade. Once you reach a new decade, you throw a party, maybe, depending on who you are. Um, If you don't like parties, don't fuck a bother. If you've got no friends, you're not going to, are you? You just sit around with your teddy bears and have a tea party. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I sort of thought to myself, what party would I throw for five-year-old me? So, David, I would like to know what party, having all this life experience, all those 25 years, if you could go back to being the party planner of your five-year-old self, what would you have? Okay, so now let's let's dig deep into this for a second. I'm is it me as my 30-year-old self planning the birthday party for my five-year-old self? So I'm somehow able to go back in time and organize mm-hmm. this. Or am I um going back in time? Mike, is my consciousness going back in time into the body of my five-year-old self with all the knowledge that I've had from the pre- from the um, 25 years that have yet to happen, or am I overcomplicating mm. this too much? 
I'm trying to think what's more interesting version. Because it'd be kind of weird if you'd done everything you have done now, but you were then in your five-year-old body. It's almost a bit perverse. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) No one at all was thinking it, but you. And now everyone's thinking it. I'm going to go with (laughs) your... You're the you're employed. Take you back to. Am I? I'm employed. Amazing. That's right. I'm not right now. <laughs> so, what were you born in? Ninety one. Yes. Nineteen ninety one. So it's nineteen ninety six. Well done. You have time travelled as your thirty year old self mm-hmm. back to nineteen ninety six, mm-hmm. and your twenty eight thirty year old mum, depending on how old your parents were when they had you has employed you as little five-year-old David's party planner. And are they not looking and going, this 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 guy looks weirdly familiar. Do they know mm, it's me? It's kind of spooky. It's like a good, it's, oh, it's a bit of a good plot for a film, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, is it? If you are the head of a movie studio and are really, really, really short on ideas, hit Scarlet up. You can find her on all social media platforms by searching Scarlet Bryant or just searching To Actors Podcast instead. Anyway, sorry, continue. I'll stop mocking you. Yeah, so you, nobody knows who you are. You know who you are and what you are to that five-year-old David. Right. Um, but nobody else does. So you're sort of surreptitiously viewing yourself in the past. You're a time traveller as well. <laughs> okay. But by going back in time to 1996, just my presence in that year has altered the course of history. Well, la dee da. Also, what a fucking waste! I've I've got this opportunity. I've, I'm able to travel back in time, and I could warn people about the atrocities of the world and stuff, and maybe prevent some of them from happening. But instead, I'm like, I know, I'll plan the birthday party for my five year old self. <laughs> so fucking deep about it i just asked you what you'd like for your fucking birthday party as a five-year-old you're like hang on hun let me just stop the 9-11 oh <laughs> fucking hell can i keep that in yes i will i don't know what else would you change would you, would you i don't know um have a few people assassinated i won't name names but i think we know all know who i'm talking about i could assassinate someone why not but then the problem is <laughs> If I go back in time as myself... And change and, history, you might not be here. <laughs> yeah, my eye wouldn't exist. So this form, this consciousness wouldn't exist. Stop making that noise. It's really irritating. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll say it in the simplest terms then. If I went back in time and organised my f- birthday party for me as five years old... Uh, does it really matter? Because I'm trying to remember what my birthday party was like when I was five and I cannot. I can. You must be really old. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> into that one. <laughs> I think I think if I, remember cor- if I remember correctly, and apparently I can't because, you know, the old age is setting in. Uh, I think most of my like early birthdays, like when I was around, like between the ages maybe three and six, I don't know. I I remember having a birthday party at McDonald's. Like they <gasps> rented out the upstairs. And there was- so did I. Did you? Wow. And that was my fifth birthday party. <laughs> I think. <gasps> Holy shit! I don't actually know for certain if mine was my fifth. Yeah. So wow. the McDonald's in in Fairham Town Centre. You had like the upstairs bit was all rented out. I think. 
I don't remember any other one, mm. anyone else being there. And there was like a little play area and, and stuff. Mm. And the big, there was like a big chair, like a big throne chair thing. And, and it had like the age that you were turning that birthday and everyone got to have their faces painted and there was murals all over the wall. Yeah, and you got to play all sorts of games. Kids parties were good. Like, and I think probably our age groups were the last to enjoy them in their most sort of innocent form. I could em- envisage a five-year-old's birthday party now just being kids sat around on tablets, not really paying much attention to the world that they live in or the McDonald's that they're about to eat at. Do you remember uh, like kids' parties, the goodie bags? Oh, yeah. Did you ever have that? Like, you know, you get goodie bags and you get like a few, mm. it's like it's a really small bag, you get a few sweets in it and a few little toys and stuff and Fucking hell, it's amazing. And a slab of cake. Oh, yeah, and a little slab of cake mm. in, like, in a bit of tissue paper or, or yeah. kitchen roll or something. <laughs> God, that, that was it. You wouldn't, I, like, I'm, I don't know, would everything have to be, like, carefully prepared and bagged up now? I sort of think it's quite sad to think if you do have a child's birthday party or have managed to have one, however legal that is in the last two years, I don't really know. What's this? This is a kid's birthday party at McDonald's? Right, Get them in. Hello, hello, hello. It's the police. That was a shit joke. That's going to get cut. (laughs) (laughs) Boris Johnson's having a party, but you're not allowed. Now get out. Sling your hook, you little fuckers. (laughs) Scarlet. (laughs) Why he was Australian? It it wasn't a party. It was a works meeting. Oh yeah. Sorry. Silly. I'm a bit out of the loop because I I quit my office job, and maybe things have changed. But I don't know. Maybe you know cheese and wine is allowed at office meetings now. Maybe I shouldn't have quit my job. Maybe I should have stayed in and been like, fucking party. (laughs) Another drink for your love. This podcast is sponsored by WeAudition.com. WeAudition.com is a revolutionary website with loads of fantastic and useful resources for all you wonderful actors out there. On WeAudition, you can find a rehearsal or self-tape partner instantly, audition and take general meetings on video chat, get career advice from a wide range of industry professionals and you can even earn money for rehearsing with other actors. So for all the listeners of Two Actors Walk Into a Bar, we've got a cheeky little voucher for you. Everybody loves a voucher, don't they? It's 25% off a pro membership. Two Actors 25. T-W-O-A-C-T-O-R-S 25. Shazam! We've had had conversations in the past about considerations for sort of different branches off of our careers and I mean like um we've read about people on the internet and I have considered myself setting up feet only fans and all that sort of malarkey just for shits and giggles and earning like thousands of pounds in a week what the fuck I don't know that that lifestyle um I mean there is I'm not going to name anyone but there is somebody that I know that has set up an only fans and now I'm pretty sure lives solely off of the money that they make from their OnlyFans. And this isn't someone with like a big social media following, like your bloody YouTubers and Twitch streamers, Twitch or Twitch and TikTokers. They're like the big social media stars now. But yeah, they've managed to make money from that. They recently bought a very nice TV and it's like, holy shit. Why aren't I put selling my feet online? That's uh, Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks that played Mandy Richardson. She got she got dropped, didn't she, from Hollyoaks because for 
sharing her content online on OnlyFans. I don't know who that person is. As I said, she was in Hollyoaks, hence you probably don't know her because you don't watch stuff like that. Nope. Um, but yeah, so f- famous actress. She was sharing um, like portfolio lingerie pictures and stuff. I, I can't say I've seen it myself. It was um, a couple of articles. Oh, yeah. About... That, old, that old chestnut, eh? Saw it in a bulletin. <laughs> well, the images they had shared on said bulletin was... Well, they had to be sort of fairly covered up, I suppose. But she said, like, it was only the stuff that I used to post on my Instagram profile Mm. up until more recently when I found out OnlyFans could be as lucrative as it is. And she's been, she was in, she's got to have been in Hollyoaks for like 20 years. Wow. She's done it a long time. Like, she's one of those ones that maybe taken a hiatus, come back, been written out of it briefly, come back a few years later, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, Hollyoaks actually ended up, um, or Channel 4, whoever it is that makes those sorts of decisions, um, she's been gotten rid of because of her content that she shares on OnlyFans and and the fact that she's like a, I don't know, I suppose an online role, uh, like a role model to people. Or, I don't know, because she's on TV as this other character. It's like, I don't really understand their explanation for why she's been gotten rid of. Because if she wanted to go and work in a local co-op when she wasn't filming Hollyoaks, who's going to tell her she can't do that? But just because she's put in pictures she would have otherwise have published on Instagram on a different platform that she earns money from, they've they've gotten got the chop, that's allegedly. A of, that's an absolute load of bollocks. I don't understand why they would ax her for that. That's ridiculous. I know, it's savage, isn't it? Like... Yeah. Um, there's there's loads of stuff though like you've literally do you know what I mean just typing Mandy Hollyoaks and there's so much about it and I, I think it's 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 very judgy a very sort of openly judgy thing for them to do so who's this Sarah Jane Dunn Sarah Jane Dunn hits out at Hollyoaks sacking over OnlyFans why the fuck would why I just think that's ridiculous mm. The fact that they've... Oh, in... Here we go. This is something. So I've just pulled up an article. Sorry. Um, the star said she had to take a stand and hit out at soap bosses for hypocrisy after she posed for their own evocative official calendars. Wow. So she's allowed to post, you know, somewhat provocative images, if that, for a fucking official calendar. But if she wants to do it off her mm. own back on OnlyFans... And which has absolutely nothing to do with Hollyoaks. It's not going to affect Hollyoaks whatsoever. They, you know, reprimand her for it and fire her. I'll fuck them. I never watch Hollyoaks. Fuck them. What a bunch of bastards. I think the absolute dicks are doing that. Well, I just think it's like, I mean, so Digital Spy has published some stuff about her um, and her reaction to said sudden exit. Um they had obviously presented her with the ultimatum that she would need to give up or delete her account, her OnlyFans page, subscription page. Um, and because she refused to do that, there was disagreement with said show bosses. Um, and she's had since had to take her abrupt exit. But that's like, I think if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you sort of know what david and i's moral social standing is with stuff like the wokey cokey <laughs> <laughs> considering oh, channel sorry. four the wokey cokey. <laughs> um 
but yeah, considering Channel 4 have always been certainly considered a more liberal channel, that, that seems like a very bold move. <laughs> How can, how can they dictate to her like that? If her agents or somebody managing her had suggested that that was going to be bad press for her acting career, they can advise that. But to actually sort of present her with it's us or only fans seems a bit, mm, I don't know, near the mark. And I'm surprised there hasn't been more, I don't know, beef. The only thing I would understand if, say, she was a presenter on CBBC or CBBS. Well, quite, yeah. They've probably given her sex storylines. Yeah, I imagine so. And in one of the articles I literally just read, she said that she's not posting anything on her OnlyFans that is more explicit than what she's posed for on the show or on like other paraphernalia such as calendars. But yeah, if it is something like, I don't know, if it was someone who was like presenting for CBBS, then maybe posting oh, yeah, different story online whilst you're working for a kids TV show. That's slightly different because mm. you've got, I guess, an image to uphold. And obviously kids can access the internet and they'll look and everything. And I don't know. That's a, that's yeah. a tricky one. It definitely is. You should be allowed to just do what you want as long as it's legal on the internet and not hurting anyone. And it's fine. So maybe if you if you're mm. listening and you're a CBB CBBC presenter and you want to open OnlyFans, maybe you should. Maybe I don't know. Parents should police their kids on the internet more. Oh fucking hell! We're getting into that argument now. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome back to season four of Track Walk to a Bar. We're going to tell you how to raise your kids, even though neither of us have had any. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, kids bringing up kids. You look after your nephew. I've I've worked in a school. I think that gives us plenty of uh, <laughs> of authority to tell other people <laughs> how to actually raise their children. Mm, I don't know. I can just about look after myself. <laughs> um, I've just read some more. So it was twenty five years. She's actually quoted here. After twenty five years working on and off and giving my life and my all, I loved it there over the years. It was so upsetting. It was a shock. Um, that that was how they decided to handle it. I don't know. That's very. If it was pornographic content, but by the sounds of it, it's not. Do you know what I mean? Like I've seen mm. there was an individual in my year. They went to a different secondary school. Um, I'm trying to keep anonymity here. Um, they've promoted themselves online as a DIY porn star. Um, and there's stuff all over Twitter and various other social medias of them performing sexual acts either with other people or on themselves. She's not doing that. It's a bit, there mm. is a line. Do you know what I mean? If they could walk past, if they, if a kid can walk past um, Bow Avenue, Anne Summers, um, Victoria's Secret, there's all sorts of lingerie shops that you can walk past in your everyday life in a shopping centre if there's a, a female laying upside down, sort of sexually arranged in a nice pair of pants and a bra on a bed, that kid ain't going to bat an eyelid unless they're like, mm, lovely, jubbly, kind of hungry. Mum can have a bit of bitty. But they're not <laughs> going to They're not gonna do that. They're not going to do that. So why? Hang on, pause you know one mean? second. Like, my, my room service has arrived. Thank you, Hannah. Can I go through anything else? No, that that will do for now. Is that all? Thank you, Harrison. I'll slink away. 
Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry, whilst you were talking, I text Hannah and ask her to bring me a beer. That's conforming to some misogynistic stereotypes, I'm sure. Look at me being wokey cokey. Not. Mm. Cheers, everyone. Terrible. Another realm for your love. So, how has your life been? How has my life been? In what sense? Yeah, in the many, many months we have not recorded a podcast. How has your life been? Give me a synopsis, a breakdown, a a bowel movement by bowel movement rundown of everything you have done. Although I don't want to hear about the runs down. You you can't just ask a normal question, can you? You just have to make it weird. You just have to make it inappropriate. You just have to make it scarlet. (laughs) Oh, quite. And after four seasons, I thought you'd have come to terms with that, honey. But it seems you have not. So, bitch, what the fuck have you been doing in the last four months? Tell me now. Four months? It's not been that long since we recorded. We recorded in December. For oh, the no, Christmas it's Christmas, wasn't it? I don't even know you anymore. I don't, I don't <laughs> even know anymore. Um, well, one thing I can share is that I have got myself a new job. Obviously, last year, I quit my full-time office job to make a proper go of this acting malarkey. And since quitting said office job, I was very fortunate in that I quit. Literally, I did Aop Hitler, which is my play about Hitler, which is coming back to theatres this spring. Um, And after quitting my job, the week after I started Abigail's Party, and then I started working at Lapland UK. So I worked quite consistently for uh, the majority of last year. And then obviously... There's the downtime after Christmas when there wasn't really that much going on. So I had to find another job and I was looking for choose your own hours jobs. But the problem is a lot of those jobs advertise themselves as choose your own hours and advertise themselves as being very well paid. When you actually get down to it, turns out you can't choose your own hours and turns out they don't pay you very well. Um, And I was looking at other jobs and they were like, yeah, we need you to work full time. And I was like, that kind of goes against what I've done. This is a very long roundabout way of saying that I've managed to find myself a side hustle, essentially. And I am now working... On OnlyFans? Oh. If only. If only I had OnlyFans money. If only fans. No, I'm I'm now working as a delivery driver, um, to which I'm doing... Uh, alongside the acting and I'll tell you what it's a fantastic job to do if you're self-employed or freelance or anything because you can choose when you want to work it's up to you entirely and the pay is actually really good because I need money to live yeah there's certain days because the great thing this is going to sound awful the great thing about covid uh, is that it has set a precedent for people ordering food to their house more often than normal more restaurants, mm-hmm. more shops, more places have linked up with delivery services like Deliveroo, Just Eat and stuff like that. Um, and because people have gotten used to that, why would you want to go to Nando's when you can have Nando's delivered to your front door? So, yeah, that's what that's what I've been doing as like a, a side hustle. And it's um, been really beneficial. So... The bills are getting covered without the bank of mum and dad? 
They are indeed. Wow. Look at me, a responsible adult at the age of 30, mm. able to not rely on mum and dad paying my bills. Yes, Very this David. has been an absolute godsend because I was looking for something. I was looking all over the place for, for jobs and just coming up short, um, going for job interviews and being told, yeah, we'll let you know, and then not hearing anything back and basically trying to find a job that I'd be able to do alongside acting and not one that I'd have to quit like two seconds later when an audition came through, if an audition came through. But this one, I can actually just go on the app, choose to go online and I wait for the orders to come in, head off to the restaurant, pick up some food or alcohol and drive it to mm. wherever it needs to go. It's amazing the things some people order. I've literally, you know, I've done orders where I've literally picked up a bottle of wine and delivered that somewhere. And I'm not judging because why the fuck wouldn't you? You don't have mm. to leave your house. It's amazing. You're literally promoting it. I'm sure someone's sitting here like, mm, wow, I could still do with a bottle of wine now, but I didn't want to get out my pyjamas. So David, <laughs> will you come and pick it up? <laughs> the amount of people I've delivered food and drinks to in, who are still in their pyjamas pretty much trumps the amount of people who are fully dressed. <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, I, I'm one of those people, I'm not going to lie. I will go to the front door in my fucking Bambi pyjamas if I have to. Aww. Thank you very much, Nelly. But yeah, I would I would recommend it to other actors looking for a side hustle because you get to choose when you work and stuff, so that's quite mm. handy. Oh, well, you need to drive or cycle. It's it's quite handy, especially considering like <laughs> when, when December ended and i was getting like i got paid from lapland uk and i was like wow this is a really good paycheck and then i was thinking huh i've got nothing lined up for january or february this is quite bad i should probably try and find some work and i was like there was that small little voice inside my head going yeah you need to find a proper job now this is it you fucked it it was a good run while it lasted of only a few months but now <laughs> you need to go back you need to go back and find something else because i wasn't having any luck and then this came along and yeah the rest is history that's great because i mean you move very soon don't you and that will mean that you can hang on to that job mm. without in fact in fact there may Dare I say it, there may be a little bit more competition on the roads and more delivery drivers, but there's more takeaway places for you to pick up from. Yes, because we're, we're moving. Well, location. by the time this comes out, we will have moved. Um, but I've been, <laughs> I went to see the new place um, a few weeks ago. And as we we're driving around, I saw, I was like, there's more takeaways here. And I remember, and I was going, oh, delivery sign, delivery sign, delivery sign, delivery sign. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to be okay. Mm. And everyone wants to do it. Like you've got the people who normally order from, you know, order takeaways anyway, but then you can order from grocery stores and everything. You can get alcohol delivered mm. to your house. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Please keep doing it as well. Please keep <laughs> using food delivery services. Helps keep people like me employed. Do you, Have you had to ID anyone yet? Um, yeah, you've got to ID them if it's, uh, on the app it says that you've got to id them if it's any age restricted order so alcohol cigarettes monster energy drink apparently that was an awkward conversation i was like i need to see your id <laughs> while this woman's there holding oh, who's just cringe. ordered nappies and monster energy drink and i was like oh i know what kind of day you're in for and she's there holding a baby I'm like i'm sorry i've got to see the id um because yeah. i had sort of wondered um because <laughs> i sent um 
a friend of mine a bottle of gin, like for their birthday, um, and it was on Amazon. And I was thinking to myself, like, they obviously look older than twenty five. There's that think twenty five stuff, isn't there? If this um, friend of Scarlett's but- is listening, apparently you obviously look over twenty five. Just bear that in mind. <laughs> I'd like to point out as well, Scarlett, you, you're on fire for this kind of thing. We've got a guest on for next week's episode and you mention about <laughs> insulting their age in that episode as well. No. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. Twice. I've gone, I've gone through the edit and you do it twice <laughs> where you mention about how young you are. Do you want to know who the person is? Uh, we'll keep I that am. secret for now. We might reveal it later. But yes, that's part of what's been going on with my life. I've also speaking of like worrying about acting jobs i have been very fortunate in that i've had an acting job recently or at the time this episode comes Mm. out a few months ago um but yeah i was cast in a mini series for a load of met film school Mm. students and for those that don't know well you probably do the met film school is like one of the best film schools in the country or probably in the world because most of the students I worked with have come from all over the place. They've come from like the far corners of Europe, America, and that was that was a fun experience. And boy, howdy, um, working with a bunch of students, they make you look old, Scarlett. They're all like 20, 21, 22 and stuff like that. <laughs> They're so young. I could still be at uni. Well, I could be doing could. my PhD. <laughs> You're one of the um, mature students. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I shot a mini series for them. It's like four 10 to 13 minute episodes, but it was fun. I had a good time and it was great. And it was in London and I, I almost got to live a little bit of a, a Londony lifestyle, sleeping on someone's sofa and then traveling an hour to get to the other side of the city to to film. But yeah, it was it was a laugh. It's probably the it's probably the biggest thing I've done filming wise compared to anything else. So I've done a few student films down here in Hampshire and obviously we did a music video together. But this was very much quite a big production or at least big in my standpoint, if that makes sense. Mm. Or if standpoint is even a word. Did you obtain said work through your agent or through a different acting network or subscription service? Um, I it, I was doing like a apply spree, as I call it, on mandy.com. And mm-hmm. I saw this job for this miniseries. It was two weeks worth of shooting um, for Met Film School students. I applied for it and somehow got an audition over... Uh, no, not Zoom. Teams, that's what it is, which is pretty much Zoom, oh, yeah. but Microsoft. And I had an audition. And mm. to be honest, I much prefer that because you're actually live with the casting team rather than just doing a self-tape to nothing. It all happened very quickly. I like I did this audition on a Tuesday, got the, got the email on the Friday that I'd been cast. And then the following Tuesday, I was in London doing it which was absolutely nuts. Mm. But I do have to say, considering these guys are students, they were all Mm. brilliant. And it was a really interesting experience because it was a little, it was this mini series and there were four different episodes and four different directors. um, And 
so it was quite interesting getting used to the directing styles of four different people, uh, especially considering the second week for the third episode, uh, the director was only there for one day and then he got COVID. And so he had to be replaced by someone else. And then for the fourth episode, that director also had COVID and he directed us from a laptop, which I've never had done before, <laughs> which was really interesting. Um, but the other thing, these guys have obviously been taught how to deal with actors. And my God, we were treated like royalty on that set. They were so like, literally it's like actors on set, on, actors on set. Have you got a tea? Have you got a coffee? Have you got this? Have you got that? Da, 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 da. Right. What do you want to eat? And everything like that. And I was like, what? I'm not used to being treated so nice. I'm used to theatre where I'm told smack, smack, do it right. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Are you listening, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, Chris Hawley, I want to be offered hot drinks every second of the day, even though I don't actually drink them. Anyways, how have how has the start of your 2022 been? Um, interesting. Interesting. In what sense? Um. So I have told you already, and I'm not going to go into details, but David was aware that towards the end of uh, 2021, my car was dying. Um, And I loved Pammy. She meant a lot to me. She was a present bought for my 21st birthday. Um, She was a Peugeot 307 in gunmetal grey. If any of you want to see what she looked like, then you're more than welcome to watch the Rotary's music video that Dave and I both star in. It's called Panhandler and it's on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) What an amazing segue into a plug for their music video. That was brilliant. You now have to check out that video because of that plug. Yeah, there we go. Um. But yes, she was my 21st birthday present from uh, my parents and uh, my grandma. So she had much sentimental value, which a lot of people would say it's just a piece of metal, but it meant more to me than that. Um, And everybody's sort of like first car. Well, I say everybody. Unless you've got a swinging brick for a heart, everybody has a little bit of sentimental attachment to their first car, I believe. What was your first car? My first car was a Renault Clio and it was a nice little nice little motor until some fucking blind old bat went into the back of it and wrote it off. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the fact they wrote it off. I'm laughing at the fact that you were like some fucking blind old bat. That's someone's grandma you speak of. Yeah, but she shouldn't have been fucking driving, to be honest. Anyway, that's all been settled now. We went to a supermarket yesterday um and there was this older lady uh very old lady actually um getting out of her car and by that i don't mean 30 um and uh she was getting out of her car as we were like piling the shopping bags in the back and this car was was very old that's fine do you know what i mean if it's still got an mot tax and insured all good but um she got out of the car and it had been parked fairly well it wasn't like she was all squiffy or anything but she's walking around and she's bless her like really old like proper stooped as well um and and she's got a handbag and she's like she do you know what i mean about older people dress in a certain way like she was like she was dressed she would not have been your typical sort of i don't know 20 something year old that might turn up in their sweatpants and 
hoodie to go and do their shopping. She had like a, a like a I don't know, like um tweed sooty type thing on. Sooty. Sooty. Um and she was properly dressed, like she like she was going out, bless her. Um anyway. She's wearing clothes. Mm, I know. Hell. She didn't go out naked. Uh so she had a mask and it was sort of, you know, like not when you've she hadn't like pulled it to pinch her nose and round her chin. It was just sort of like there, stretched across her face like a pair of pants. Um and uh <laughs> I don't know why. Why that analogy, I'm not sure. Um she was sort of like waddling along, bless. And then she's like gone the wrong so what we thing? must have startled her a bit by packing our car beside her. Um, and then it was like she was concentrating on us a bit too much. And she just started going the wrong way. Like she was walking further into the car park and walking away from the shop. And then like I was sort of like keeping an eye on her because I was going to be like, are you okay? Like did you, I didn't know whether she was looking for a trolley and maybe hanging around us a bit like, or maybe they'll just pass me their trolley and I haven't got a walk to get one, if you know what I mean. Anyway, she sort of like then looked back at the shop and was just sort of like, it was like she wasn't even, she didn't even know what direction to go in. I thought, Christ, you drove here. What was the point of that story? Well, I just thought she was, she was the sort of person that would have gone straight up your bum. What? You said a blind old bat drove straight up the rack of you and broke your car off. And I thought it's actually scary, the amount of people on the road that probably shouldn't be. Anyway, continue telling us about your lovely car. My car was dying. She was on her last legs. Your car's been dying. Your car had been dying for fucking months. I to just be hadn't honest, been driving since it. October though. last year. Yeah, I hadn't been driving it. So I, I basically, it was still. Tax- There's a reason why you yeah. hadn't been driving it. It was tax and insured, but I parked it up outside of my parents, and I was using my dad's car. I was insured on my dad's car, and that was what I was using for work. So um, I decided I was going to hang on until after Christmas to buy another car because I'd done some research and apparently January is like the cheapest month to buy a car, blah, blah, blah. Um, And so um, then I was advised by uh, somebody that has more mechanical knowledge and stuff about cars than I do to sell my car, make everyone aware of... um, Oh, make everyone aware. If I was listing it online to to be completely upfront, obviously about everything that was wrong How with it. How fucked it was. Yeah, and that was what I did because they were like, they just want it probably for the scrap metal, the alloys, or the tires, or something like that. They'll be using it for parts. So I thought, okay, fair enough. So that was what I did. Anyway, I sold it to somebody, and they turned up, gave us some money, ten pounds short. I'll hasten to add, um, but bless my my cheeky fucker, my lovely sweet parents didn't tell me. And just put a ten pound with it of theirs, so not so that I didn't feel like, oh no, oh, he didn't give me the full amount. Blah blah blah. They contacted me a few days later, right, sending me all this abuse about how they thought I was a genuine person. I'd sold them this like dud of a car, and um, it had died as they'd driven it off, and blah blah blah. Because they'd said to me stuff like, ah. Uh, um, no job too big, stuff like that. So I had assumed they were probably a mechanic themselves and could do the work on it cheaply. Um, Challenge accepted. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't know whether they were a con man or what, but I was so scared. I was so worried because my parent, my dad had done the handover of the keys and logbook and stuff with him. Um, I was so worried mm. he was going to turn back up at my parents' address and, like, I don't know, start on them or chuck a brick through their window or something like that but i i 
worried me so much. And I was like, I'm never selling something on any sort of fucking, I don't know, marketplacey thing ever again. Because you just don't know who you've got turning up at your front door. <laughs> just the same as people who order on Deliveroo don't know that they've got David McCulloch turning up at their door. <laughs> My mum, when I told her you were doing Deliveroo, my mum was like, oh, does he do a little show for him while he's there? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> does a little dance, puts on his what? Lapland outfit, <laughs> delivers like a big elf. Uh, <laughs> that just really tickled me. Oh, I bet he does a little song and dance for him while he's there. <laughs> last orders at the bar. Last orders at the bar. I think, dare I say it, for the first time in season four, but not the first time because we've pre-recorded episodes already, but this is the first episode that you're hearing, that that is an episode. Ta-da! Apparently. Fuck knows. <laughs> Wait till I get to the edit and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I've <laughs> got about an hour of Scarlet's stream of consciousness to get through. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but yes, welcome to season four. There's a lot to be excited for at season four. Oh, can we tell people? <laughs> oh, fucking hell, bless you. That's staying in. Um, <laughs> um, before we go, should we tell people about our episode next week? It's quite an exciting one. We've got a guest. Maybe we should just give a little hint. Maybe we could leave a little snippet of the Stenders theme. Doof, 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 doof. <laughs> there you go. That's the hint. <laughs> Luckily, Scarlet mentioned it was the Estenders theme. So Estenders theme. Estenders theme. We've got someone from Estenders on next week. Who is it? Uh, you have to wait and see. You'll have to follow us on our social medias to find out, boys and girls. Aye. But yes. Anyway, that was the first episode of season four. The first of many. Maybe. Depends how many we record. <laughs> We're actually pre-recording these episodes before we release them, which is what we planned to do for season three, and then we didn't do it. Uh, hence why we were very, very rushed in that season. But this season, we're prepared. It's like we're professionals. As I say, a Scarlet is sticking out her tongue on the webcam uh, right now. You wouldn't have known a thing if it wasn't for him, the little fucking snitch. Goodbye, big boy. Goodbye, Little girl? Oh no. Oh, that <laughs> 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 Alright, that's that's how that's how we're ending this. Bye everyone. Lovely See you stuff. next week. Ta-da, my loves. Bye bye. What you still doing here? Sling your hook. See you later, Davy boy. See you later, Scarlotta. We'd like to give a massive thanks to Rotaries for our soundtrack and to Megan Siggers for our artwork. And an even bigger thanks to all of you choosing to listen to us waffle on. Find us on all social media platforms and make sure to subscribe to us because we're actors. We need validation.